Yeah, that's how it's done. Oh, man. Well, I don't know why I have to owe beers when uh, clearly you're doing somehow, somewhere. You know what you did. Trying to blame me for this. Oh, no. Hey, you're doing the best you can. Just like Phoenix Rising. Welcome into the PHNX Rising podcast, everyone. Appreciate you guys joining us here on this lovely Tuesday. Uh, the chat is chat is active. Chat is ready. Albert saying I own beers. Man, it is Bluebird saying we're seeing as much movement as our front four on Saturday night. Oh my goodness. Edward. Edward just in the chat blaming me. Un, unexcusable. Not fair. Uh, but you know, I live with the burden that people, uh, people put on me. There we go. There we go. There we go. I mean, Reese did say that it was you. You cannot trust the stat lack. If it's not numbers based, I do not trust him. I don't see a single well, stat in there. Eh, I don't know. It is a stat. How is that a stat? There's not you a single. You made us eight minutes late. There is quite literally. No, there's no statistics yeah. in there. Yeah. No, there's not a single number in that comment. Okay, it's we're, implied. We're, it's you can't just imply numbers. We're already off, implied. We're already off the rails here, per usual on this show. Um, you know. It was that was quite a post game we had on Saturday with all the chaos going on with everything at PHNX. Can shout out our production crew uh, handling five shows in five different locations in uh, even across state lines within a span of about a couple hours. By the time we were letting our mo- our emotions kind of simmer, and it's like okay, we had time to process this a little bit further. It didn't matter because we no. were still kind of hot. It was a match where right again. We even said, as you get into playoffs, that's, okay, first stat, Reese, good shout out. Um, as you can see in, uh, fucking hell, damn it. <laughs> as you, oh, I got you. You actually lost it now. Darn it. Bad stat, Lackey. Uh, no, as you guys have like heard us say, right, it, it, all that really matters is the result. And you want to see Rising play some beautiful flowing soccer. But like, all that matters if they get the win, even a draw at a worst case scenario. And yet... This is one of those ones where neither the result nor the performance was up to par. No. And it shows, man. I think this was something where I know we're going to get into this later in the show, but it was there were cracks within that unbeaten streak that even though we recognized, you kind of gloss over it with, okay, results are coming. It's in good form from an optic standpoint. But now you can kind of throw those optics, maybe not completely out the window, but it's at least the, the window's cracked. They're leaning out there. They might fly away, or whatever. But, oh, and. This result, not great. The performance, not great. No. How are we still feeling? Yeah, it's one of those ones where I think um, there's a few different reasons you kind of point to. I mean, one of the big ones is you've got Rising's goal in the second half, 89th minute. That was their first shot of mm-hmm. the half. Yeah. 89th minute, first shot of the half. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're not going to do well. It's not great. Bat, right? No. It's not great. No, you can't go 44 minutes in a half without getting a shot off. You just can't. Yeah. Okay? It's a recipe for disaster. When you start looking then at... At some of the potential reasons why one thing that always uh you know i stood out to me when i was looking at things when you look at where people's average positions are right we've spoken about that kind of front four right yes we've spoken about the um how it works when you got manu you got trejo you got formella you got panos when you actually look at it and you look at the average positions there formella and trejo both on the left yes pretty much on top of each other i mean yeah it's okay. it's pretty much there. they are overlapping right yeah. the the opta circles when you look at them they're overlapping they they are right on top of each other pretty much and that's not going to help you've got to find ways to get spacing between those two they're two really dangerous threats but you've got to make sure that you are able to play them both in um i think another thing that's also worth noting we've seen in, in recent weeks panos has, has struggled a little bit more to get on the ball okay and that's not necessarily his doing right but you look at the number of touches he had in the last game, 28. That's not good enough, yeah. right? For someone who has been 
pretty integral in chance creation. Again, he's one of the top chance creators in the entire league, in spite of the fact that he switched teams partway through the season. Yes. Um, and they're not getting him the ball. Yeah. As often as they probably should do. Um, so that's something that I think the team, you'd hope you're going to look at. Um, you hope you're going to try and work out where you're going to go better there. Um, but all in all now, not not a great performance, was it? No, not a great performance. I mean, I've seen Thomas saying, right, Manike drawing five in a row seems like poor form. For clarification, it was only three in a row. However, it was during that end of the unbeaten streak, which again, we're getting into later on the show. It was, they did draw their last four out of five matches. Um, and really, man, like it, it was only that 5-0 beatdown of Detroit City notwithstanding. A lot of those, those draws, I mean, they felt like just massive and not just uh in this way of oh man like point well deserved it was more of like this was kind of fortunate i wouldn't say in a lot of those ones like i mean in some ways right they kind of battled back for those points in other words they somehow strung in a goal and then let one late in think of indy 11 yep. like it's tough man i think the draws and those performances right came in all different shapes and sizes but again it was all kind of billowing to we said it coming in to this match against New Mexico, you know the tensions are going to be high. You know how this team plays. Similar to, right? I mean, if you can, you you know how this team plays, not only based on the former rising players that were on there, based on, um, you know, players who just have a lot of history, but even if you're looking at it from a, like, just a tactical standpoint, you have played New Mexico already twice this year. This is your third match against them. Yeah. I don't care if it's technically different players because it was the Open Cup and there's transition. Like you, you know tactically what this team is going to do, and it felt like in a lot of ways that again we saw Darius Formella in the starting lineup. We had had reservations about doing that before. Again, we've kind of said well, it's not necessarily uh, reservations behind him being in the starting lineup. It's how. it's how. Yes, but you, you, yes, correction. Thank you. It was that that type of tactic. It feels like right. It's you're chasing the game. It's a quote unquote kitchen sink tactic. As you mentioned, you want to bring guys in there and it's not necessarily something that we would have earmarked of doing right off the bat. You lose a little bit of that fluidity by taking out one of your central midfielders, guys who have been consistent throughout the season. And it kind of led to right. If you're going to go with that all out attacking performance, you at least expect more attack. And well, let's take a look at the numbers for this game because it quite frankly was anything but uh right you, you're seeing on screen right here for um that match right five shots to eight and that really just seems i guess generous shots on goal two to three right okay there wasn't a ton of chances in the game again rising really those lots of shots and those chances their best clear-cut chances really seem like when they were chasing the game late in there and throwing numbers forward but really the telling stat xg 0.41 for Rising, 1.33 for New Mexico United. It is very, very hard, no matter how much you lose by, to really lose the XG battle by almost a full goal. I mean, that's... Without getting battered, yeah. And without any, any penalties. Like, that's that's really hard to do. So When it happens, again, you're getting battered in the game normally. It, exactly. And this is only a one-goal loss, and it's tough, right? You can say New Mexico didn't have a ton of clear-cut chances, and you know what? Fair. But also... Like Rising's margin for error when they only have five shots, when they only have two shots on target, when, as we'll uh, allude to later in the show, when they quote unquote win the possession battle, not always the best thing because it's not meaningful possession always. It's sometimes those empty possession battles. Worth noting though, actually, with the XG, when again, there was a penalty in there, of course, in New Mexico. 
Oh, yeah, totally was. My bad. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Everyone's our arguments out the window. He's completely Everyone... forgetting that one. Yeah, oh, it's an man, interesting one, right? Game. Because I think it was one of those ones where I didn't necessarily feel at the time it was a penalty. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't think that Greg Hurst, who was fouled at the time, felt that it was a penalty. Um, you watch it back afterwards, and uh, no, it was a, it was a penalty. Um, the challenge comes in from Stenberg it's into the back. Um, yeah, it's a penalty. It's almost like when you were clattering to me at the office, just shoulder to shoulder, not trying to get ball. You, well, you, you don't. Now, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, because we want to be clear here and not pass any disinformation. Winning the ball is not a characteristic of or against a fair charge. I was using a I was using a a, a metaphor or a real life example, but okay, fair. Go on. Okay. Fair, fair, right. Go on. Go on. When you're considering charges, you're going to consider the point <sighs> and mode of contact, right? Yes. So you're going to look at things like shoulder to shoulder. Typically, you're going to consider the amount of force used. Does it raise the level of being careless, reckless, excessive force? I would say it was quite um, agricultural. Very as unlikely. They say. And you also yes. consider typically the play. Are you within playing distance to the ball? Those are the considerations when it comes to a fair charge or not fair charge. Winning the ball, of course, is not an element of a fair or unfair charge. Uh, let's just say, John's, uh, well, I don't know. It was uh, must have been lunchtime because wasn't trying to make a meal out of it. But, you know, uh, there you go. Bam. Why, uh, why have we got Edward saying one out? Stop it, Edward. Stop, stop, it. stop, stop staring because there are people you, who actually believe that. I need a newspaper, that. Edward. You got to bonk, bonk, bonk. No, none of that. Bonk. Um, yeah, I mean, right, Albert's saying, I mean, Albert, 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 Albert was perfectly positioned right there at where that was. It definitely looked like a penalty from my vantage point. I mean, yeah, in real time, again, I have no qualms on it. We were on the sideline from that, and you're just kind of seeing, like, from Albert's angle right in front of it, from my angle from the sideline. Like, it'd be hard-pressed to rule that not a penalty, I think, just in real time. But here's the thing. You're kind of looking at how that kind of carried out, rising, throwing numbers forward, and whether, again, we're going to argue whether it's a penalty or not, you can call it a very much a frustration challenge. Yeah. Even if I, I understand, right, intent to win the ball and all that stuff, if not a prerequisite, requisite fair, the way it He's got to know based on the way the game was yes, being called. Yes, be but the, 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 consider me bonked. Thank you, Edward. The, the way it looked and just kind of like the nature of it all, it was a frustration challenge because yeah. you can say what you want about New Mexico. People said it when they weren't a rival on their on-field play because rising has dominated them most of the time and, you know, the head-to-head uh, -head record, whatever, say what you want. Listen, man, I don't care that Ryzen's performance was that bad and that New Mexico didn't have those chances. They outplayed us. It wasn't a massive margin. It wasn't like New Mexico was this glittering offensive display, but Rising did not show up and they did get outplayed. No. And it yep. sucks and it sucks. And especially against that team, especially in the way where it really helped them look good for playoffs. It eliminated Rising's opportunity to host a home playoff match in the first round, but it sucks, man. Yeah, from the chat, though, just here, Thomas, with the, the fact we had to battle back, showed us our form back to letting the opposition dictate the flow of the match in the first half. I will say this. If you want to actually look at the last six games, right, Rising have gone in at the break nil-nil in five of the six. Ooh. Okay? And the only one that they didn't go in nil-nil at was against Detroit when they were one nil up thanks then, to a stoppage time yes. goal. Danny Trejo, yes. And then Danny they, Trejo in stoppage time. And then they, The goals came in the second half. This team is not quick off the mark. And then, but but they're neither the opponents. They haven't really been. Right, I'm just going to go in through these now, right? Please. So the ones that are relevant for that one, New Mexico, Orange County, El Paso, <laughs> Indy. Brutal. That's so true, man. Well done, Thomas. Yeah, told the girlfriend they haven't beaten. That's like when I bet when I, when I bet on Rising. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, talk about I, that. But uh, right, New Mexico, Orange County, El Paso, Indy, Tulsa. RGV, they did score in the first half. Sacramento, it was nil-nil at the break. Um, you look at some of the other ones here. There was a stoppage time goal in Vegas. Otherwise, that would have been nil-nil at the break. 
Um, RGV, yeah, they gave up the goal in the first half there. Uh, El Paso, there was, that was fine. San Antonio was fine. There were goals in the first half, as it was in Monterey. Again, when you start going further back, you actually find there were goals in the, in the first half, often against Rising. Mm-hmm. Um, but more recently, so many games, they're just going in at the break level at nil-nil. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where, like, there are some advantages to being a second-half team, right? Wearing your opposition down, it allows you to grow into the game, and some teams just start slow. And while you want to see a team come blazing out hot, control the entire match, listen, the reality is, is, like, that is very hard to do on a consistent level, especially in the USL where the margins are so thin. Like, let's just be very realistic about that. Yet... When you are consistently not just starting slow, but allowing the allowing like the opposition to really just grow into the game because you are not just just not threatening. Like that's the thing. It's not like rising is not being it's not like they're oh, they're being ambitious and they're trying to make things happen. It's just not coming off or they're giving the ball away because of some more adventurous passes like I think when you try to play safe and grow into the game that way, it has worked. But here's the thing. When it doesn't work, you then start resulting to a bit riskier passes. You then have to start trying for it a bit more. And that's kind of where it devolves into where we saw with the Greg Hurst drawing the penalty of you have to throw guys forward and you create a bigger hole for yourself. And again, this isn't isolated to last game. This isn't isolated to things um, during the unbeaten streak. It's rising has showed that while they have for all they they can do, where they have dynamic passes, where they have balls over the top, where they're able to be a bit more direct, they kind of lull not their opposition always to sleep with their passing possession, but themselves. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen. It's not ideal. Well, well said. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. sure, uh, why, why belabor the point you've made it no. oh you're saying i did pretty pretty pretty, pretty, pretty good well thank you oh thank That's you a rare compliment for max simpson he I doesn't will, get very many I of will them take the, um i'm at edwards cont huh? okay yeah no i will not be i will not be verbalizing that no none of that um my kids comment why aren't you gonna verbalize it i'm not gonna we're not talking about that. Uh, no, but <laughs> um, right, it was it was tough. PHNX Rising is for the children. Okay, I, apparently when some of them owe root beers. Um, no, but yeah, you do owe root beers to kids. I mean, that's just I don't know. About well, that. one specifically. Anyway, uh, it was tough. You watch the game, you flush it, and you move on. Um, where you move on to? Well, well, I will say this: we we did see actually a huddle at the end of that game you did, as well. Yes, thank you. Um, yes. We should actually. Uh, Go on to that. But let's have a listen now. I asked Juan after that last game what it was that he said to the team, what the message was in that huddle. Let's have a listen. That this is a good part of the year. This is uh, this is what makes us. This is this is when we stay strong. This is when we believe in even more than what we're doing. This is when we protect each other and they protect each other. This is when we push. It's not when you win 5-0. It's not when you win 6-0 at home and everybody's clapping. That's easy. But this, this makes you. This is what really, really keeps you strong if you can bounce back from this, playing at home in front of your people. Let's light, let's light that fire up. Let's make sure that the players understand the responsibility that we have. We're playing the U.S. and there's a playoff system that thankfully 
everything starts from zero. It doesn't matter what you've done for nine months. Now everything starts from zero in two weeks. So we got to be ready to fight. We got to be ready to battle. And I can guarantee you that this organization, this city, this team, and all of our supporters have 23 guys that are completely committed to what we're doing and for these colors. And we're going to be ready. Yeah. So that was the message after the game. Um, look, again, right, it's... You want to be going in in good form. I do understand, of course, though, that, again, it kind of resets, right? You get into the playoffs. doesn't matter what you've done previously. Now, of course, it helps for you to have done better. Yeah. So you can get those home games, and we know that teams who are playing at home tend to win games. Rising tends to do better at home than it does away from home. You look at the uh, the form from this year, and that is the case, right? It does hold true. But overall, though... Look, as long as you're fine for four weeks, realistically, that's that's all you need in this league. True. True. I mean, man, it's it's uh, it's this is now it's it's a cliche, but it really is taking it one at a time, and it'll be you know we'll, we'll get it we'll get into it on Thursday a bit more, but it just makes it all very interesting how you approach the last match against Colorado Springs Switchbacks and how you go from there. Yeah. 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 We'll see, man. Uh, but. Hey, I know one going in the huddle, trying to light a fire under the team. What are you about to transition to this gas to, Max? What are you trying to... Trans- you want to gas up yourself uh. or and or your vehicle. You know where to go, baby. You check out Circle K. Circle K. Max, it's I might just play. walk out at this point. I'm not going to lie. That was cringy. Can you, you won't. You won't. Do it. Do it right now. Now he's daring me to do it. it. You won't. I, I can delay this ad as long as I can. <laughs> Reese, do you fancy sitting here for a bit? Nah, you're right. Exactly. Ha. Circle K. Uh, right. Even if Owen walks out, he'll be walking Circle K. Quenches thirst, everything like that. Guzzle the polar pop. Result Put, the discount cards from uh, Rising. Few weeks there back. you go. There you go. Yeah, Prep harder. Freeze like Rising. It's, oh, yeah. a, it's a... Money off. It is. Yeah, it is. They, they of course came out and filled up uh, cars, didn't they, a few weeks prior? They did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They launched their inner circle program officially. Uh, and yeah, they were literally filling up people's cars like about a month back. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. We like that. Again, check out the inner circle program for yourself. Download the Circle K app for free. Fantastic. First five Phillips, 25 cents off a gallon. Gas is expensive, people. Save that money. You're welcome. I got a free Polar Pop today, part of Inner Circle program. Freaking great. And uh, also got some snacks. I uh, put them, put some peanut butter pretzels on uh, Sean DePaul's desk. Uh, I think he might be allergic, but, uh, you know, they're they're closed. <laughs> the, the back is closed. Wait, that makes me sound like a bad person. You are a bad no, person, a, No, I don't know. If it, Max has just admitted to trying to poison someone. I didn't say that. It's a closed bag. It's a closed bag. It's a clear pretzel. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, this is... It's going to get me in hot water. Uh, check out Circle K. Don't eat the pretzels if you're allergic to peanut butter. Uh, I am not, so I will be eating them. Not Sean DePaz, but uh, yeah, I love you, Sean. Love Circle K as well. Um, yeah. Ooh we're, ask- Ooh, we're asking a sponsor question. Don't K. ask Adman about ads. I do love ads. He'd those- love talking about it, but he won't have any insight. Yeah, you know, that's a, Thomas, that's a fair question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, all I'll say is this: I have I have no knowledge of uh, what the front of kid sponsor is, but T. I will just say this: uh, brands. If you kind of look at global football, right, you see a lot of brands that maybe aren't doing so well either way. Or maybe they are doing well, maybe they're not, and they're still spending money. So there you go. Guess we'll have to see. I like Eddie's PHNX underscore underscore rising front of shirt sponsor. I bet that might cost a pretty penny, but hey, 
Here we go. And no, we're not putting my face on the shirt. I don't think my ego can handle that. Can we get it on the inside of the Las Vegas light shit? They've done that before. They've done that before. Don't you dare. They love to put faces on the inside of the shit. I will not stoop to that level. I will not stoop to that level. How much money would we have to pay? Seriously now. How much money do you think we'd have to pay Brett Lashbrook to advertise this podcast? Brett Lashbrook to advertise this podcast? Yeah. Um... I feel like 10 bucks would probably do it, to be fair. Like, it, it just takes people's money for anything. Circle King would be rad for Phoenix Rising, not Vegas. Uh, yes, uh, I would say for Brett Lashbrook, you know, he seems like a man. I'm not saying a connoisseur or anything like that, but... Uh, a connoisseur? My, I said not a connoisseur. Might I recommend maybe a 15 variety pack of some Four Peaks? That might do the job. That might do the job. That might do the job. A 15 pack of Four Peaks, right? It'll have your hazies, your wows, your kilts. Your hop knots, everything like that, just like you see on the screen. It is absolutely delicioso. Um, yeah, Four Peaks, it's that time of year, baby. It's that pumpkin porter. It's that rattle on red ale. Go D-backs. Rumor has it going to the game. Someone tomorrow. It's going to be fantastic. Good freaking time, man. D-backs in the playoffs. They're supporting all the teams, supporting the Cardinals, other football. Not this football. Not the best kind of football, but hey, we make it work. Uh, shout out Four Peaks. Check out... The- Check them out at Four Peaks Pub and at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram uh, to check out what the latest and greatest that they got going on. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Yeah, you could go to the US-Mexico game tomorrow. Uh, yeah. But you're not. I didn't He's say not. That. I'll be there. I didn't say I wasn't. You'll see me there. I didn't say I wasn't going. You have. You already said that. I did not say that. You said that to me. What are you talking about? Off the record, buddy. What are you talking no, about? Well, you just said that you're going to the D Packs game tomorrow, I said, man. I said I wasn't. I didn't say I was going. I said that someone on this podcast was going. It could be any one of us. So, yes, yeah, you see Danielle raising her hand. She's producer Danielle. She's not going to the Rising game. She's going to the D Packs game. Well, yeah, no one's going to the Rising game tomorrow because there is no Rising well, but, game. No, tomorrow, but I mean, Max. like the, the game at Rising Stadium. We can keep whispering like this, Max. I'm not sure where we're getting with this. Okay, but I'm just saying that you're accusing me. Anyway, okay, we can do this. We can do this all day. We can do this all day. We can do this all day. Pulls up the text. Um, right. Uh, so, it's important to look at the last game, right, in context. And we said, we would, yes, PH next ASMR. Uh, we said that we would allude to it, right, because this is indicative of a greater trend. And I think it's easy to talk about the unbeaten streak. There's ways to look at it positive, there's ways to look at it negative. And it's going to be the conversation of, how does this fit into Rising's form of perception moving into playoffs? Yeah, I'm going to start calling this the good, the bad, and the ugly now. Okay, so let, should we have a look at those results? Let's do Talk it. about them. So let's have a look at the uh, the first ones here. These are the good, right, overall. Okay, These are the first five. First five, pretty decent, pretty right? Solid. You got four wins and you got a draw, right? Yeah, the Tulsa draw could have been better, right? But yeah. overall. What are you seeing here? You're seeing a team that is putting away most of its shots on target, to be uh, fair. Yeah. Um, here. Gosh darn it. <laughs> I was, Shout out to Sam in the chat, I'm by sorry. the way. Okay, Max, you're they, terrible at whispering. Yeah. Oh, dear, dear gosh. I did, uh, I did, I did talk, some, talk some crap to her. And, uh, well, wouldn't you know, she's hopping on the pod. But uh, anyway, looking at uh, those five matches, um, right? What, is the, what are some of the contents here, right? You're looking at, right, it's it's good score lines, Sands, the Tulsa match, and really the Tulsa match. We thought that was kind of just a, let's call it what it is. It was a bad match, but I didn't want to say it was a throwaway. And again, I'm not going to get into the argument of, oh, how was the f- playing conditions, everything like that. But like, it kind of mucked up the game for both teams. We'll call it what it is. Even during that game, you're looking at this double digit shots 
during every single match except for the Sac the Sacramento one, which to Ryzen's credit, it was gritty, it was well fought. And you'd expect it to be, right? Sacramento yes. have now secured the yes. top seed in yes. the West. They're a good team. They play that. They you don't have to play that pretty. You have to play effective. And that's what they did. They got yes. their two goals. Yes. More willing the to. thing that I like here, and here's the thing. Most people, if you told them the out of these five matches, the best percentage of shots or shots on target to shots, the best one would be 50%. I mean, you'd be telling me, well, hang on. That's not a great shot accuracy. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter because Phoenix Rising, if they threaten the goal, if they have a lot of shots on there, that's what's going to help. This team, when they've only had, a like you saw against New Mexico, a couple shots, doesn't matter if they have a high shot accuracy percentage because they're not going to threaten the goal enough. This team is this most dangerous when it's threatening the goal, when if you're looking at possession, it doesn't have an overwhelming amount of possession when they're playing quick, when they're playing decisive, when they're threatening the keeper, and those shots add up to a relatively high XG doesn't matter about the low shot percentage, but it's about being aggressive, attacking football. That is something where you can say all you want about your high procession. You can say all you want about everything else, but this team plays best when it doesn't overthink things, seemingly. Yeah, no, I tend to find that's the case. Look, it, it, they've well, in those games, I think what we saw overall was just a, a willingness to, to go on the attack, to... Um, I mean, again, you look at Detroit. They just they just mullered Detroit utterly, didn't they? Let's oh, be perfectly honest. Right. And I know that's the extreme example in that stretch. But, like, overall, I think the bigger thing there is that the opposition didn't really seem to threaten very much as yeah. well. <laughs> okay. What's the record with the on-field MC? Is he the, the 2023 version of our Jinx White oh, jersey? Gosh. I don't that know. Is, we'll that see. Actually, Sad Lackey, that might be something, uh, if, if we're able to, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be fun to think of in the, in the coming Thursday. weeks. Yeah, yeah for Thursday, if we're able to pull it then. Sad yeah, Lackey. We'll um, we'll but, hey, those were the first five matches. Again, that was when you, you, you look at the results – Four out of five of those were wins. Again, the draw away to Tulsa, not bad. We came yeah. out of that feeling. You'd have been of everything, by the way. You had the gritty comfort. You had the coming from behind win against Vegas where they played terrible in the first half, but they ended up showing it, and that started the whole thing. You had the win against Sacramento, a top team. You had the blowout against Detroit City. Yeah. You had a lot in there, and oh, things yeah, were did. feeling great. And then comes the back half of that un the bad the bad yeah the bad feeding into the ugly in that oh final game. dear gosh so again this this was the last three games in the eight match on Bean Streak plus the loss the nail in the coffin to that Bean Streak with that New Mexico match you look at these these three teams right Indy eleven El Paso Locomotive Orange County what are we seeing here we're seeing right okay you get some shots which is not is not bad but. This one, it's a bit higher of possession, especially the 62% against El Paso. It's not always decisive. Well, broadly speaking, worth noting that in this four-game stretch, they haven't ever lost a possession battle, whereas in the previous games, they did actually lose a few of those possession battles I mean, that won those games. I mean, they were losing, literally losing most in that previous yeah. one. But no, right? I mean, you're, you're seeing here, it's... It's it's something where shots a little bit higher towards the first two, okay. But again, I think the big indicator, like we came on mentioning, it's possession battle, and it's where I don't know. It just doesn't matter. Like again, you're seeing these 62, 60 to forty may not seem like a ton of lopsided, but like that's relatively lopsided for a possession battle. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, it's and you know, kind of manifest into as you get into the, those later games against OC where. Even though that was technically still part of the unbeaten streak, we were kind of looking at that being like, 
man, like this was a really bad game. And of course, it then feeds into New Mexico where both those games, single digit shots, doesn't matter about the relatively high um, goal accuracy percentage for shots. It was high possession. It doesn't matter. This team just did not get it done in the back half of the stretch. Let's be honest. How do you take a 60% possession game and only get five shots in total on or off target? Yeah. That's the problem. That's where you're getting into the problem there. Yeah. And the thing is, like, listen, the, these... Uh, Reese, Reese, lucky Reese with the stats good. here. Rising have a record go. of two wins, three draws, and six losses when they have 60% possession or higher. Two wins are against Loudoun and Hartford. Woof. Woof. Two of the worst teams in the league. That is a... Um, really, really abysmal teams in the Eastern Conference. Wow. Okay. So and those games are at home. So I'm no, I'm no mathematician, but if you're looking at you're that, not, that's no. 11 matches in those games where they have 60% possession or higher. They're taking, what is that? Nine points yeah. from 11 matches. That's not good. No, it's that's not. Poor. That's poor. I mean, again, this team, there's a time to possess and I get, I get there's a way to grow into the match with possession. That's fine. And, you know, there's not like a set limit you put in it where it's like, First 10 minutes is build up possession, and then you start going. But there has to come a point where it's like, if you're getting into like the 30th, 35th minutes, like nothing's happening. It's like, man, what are we, what are we doing? You yeah. Know? It's yeah. tough. You got to be a bit more decisive. It shows that that's where Rising's been most effective. Um, but yeah, it kind of asked the question, what is this winning streak? How will we remember it? First off, and chat, please, please would love to the chat participation as well. How will we remember this winning streak? Is it a more favorable impression or negative? And then also, what does that impact mean for Phoenix Rising's aura going into the post of that season? Look, a large part of it, I think we were saying before this New Mexico loss, it didn't necessarily bother you um, because ultimately going to the playoffs, you want to be hard to beat. You don't necessarily yeah. want to be flying away. Um, but hey, they, they ultimately... Um, it's still a good thing, right? It is a good thing that you're not losing many games. Um, sure. That New Mexico game really, I think, changes the complexion of it slightly. But at the same time, you saw those games leading up to it, right? It felt like it was probably going to happen at some point. Yep. Okay, it could have happened against El Paso, to be honest. It took rising a stoppage time uh, or very, very late um, equalizer. It was an unbeaten streak, of course, um, putting out there. But yeah, it, it took a very oh, late equalizer. You, you, guys, you, got, you, got, you guys knew what I meant. Yeah. yeah. You but um. Yeah, it's it's still one of those ones you look at, right? And they could have they could have given it away when they were in El Paso. They could have given it away in some of those other games they drew, right? Um, it took a late equalizer against Orange County as well, and that was a shot that you wouldn't necessarily expect to go in, even though Emil Quasio almost did another one against New Mexico. My word, that was oh gosh, that was mm -hmm. bonkers. Mm -hmm. Um, no man, it's uh you know. I don't think this completely changed the perception of this team. Like, I also, let's call it what it is. New Mexico's match was not a one-off flash in the pan. Like, just because no. they just because they ended no. eight-match unbeaten streak with a loss like that, it wasn't, oh, this was out of the nowhere. This was just a bad performance. Like, no, there were results. There were results and performances that led to that New Mexico match. It was not an outlier. It was very much, that was indicative of their perform in regards to performance. Yeah. But... To your point, this team during that streak found multiple ways, yes, to win sometimes, but really not to lose. And again, when you come time to playoffs, I'm not saying you want to muck it up and just say you go for pens, but like if if that's what you have to do sometimes, it's all about surviving. It is all about surviving if you are able to lift that championship. It don't matter how you get there as long as you get there.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. True. That's that's the end of the day on that one. Um, we hope it improves. We hope that the end of the unbeaten streak and the last couple matches are not indicative of Rising's form. But I again, that kind of leads into Thursday of what does that Colorado Springs game look like? It may even though there's not quote unquote theoretically home field to play home home playoff match to play for it does make how you approach that game a little bit more interesting it is interesting and i think it's because you want momentum but at the same time i, I mean we'll get an answer to this on thursday of course i'm not sure that a win is necessarily the best result for rising's title this though. is very fair this is very fair yeah we will we will see but uh hey man don't ride the highs too much don't ride the lows but hey you're gonna ride the highs i know where he's going with this check out friends at OG's brands. Friends. Why is it the cringy transition? Oh man, always? Danielle was already on it. She was already smiling. Like she was reaching for the for that lower third as soon as I was on it. Could see that coming a mile away. Yeah. But that's, that's just Max. I tee it right? up for them. I tee I tee it up to <laughs> Oh man, Sly asking in the chat, Owen, oh, you go to the fair yet? If so, are you a turkey leg guy or fried turwinky guy? Well neither. Either yeah, way. Yes. Well see he says that now, but if you have a little OGs, man, both of those are gonna hit like the jackpot is going to be absolutely fan freaking tastic. Check out our friends at OG's brands, the sativas, the indicas, the fruits, the creams, the mix bags, the minis, everything like that. Wonderful. You can find them at ogsbrands.com. Find my local dispensary near you. Must be 20 years or older to enjoy responsibly. And yes, um, on that lower third there, keep in mind, we will soon enough. Another promo code coming your way. So uh, be on the lookout. Good stuff coming up. Yep, we are we are all good there. And hey, also got a shout out to friends at Valley Tap Room. Uh, tap room joined many uh, trivia nights uh enjoyed many beers uh, of course four peaks you guys already know um but yeah we're gonna be planning some fun uh what's it called end of season stuff hopefully it's not for a little bit rising continues their winning ways or at least non-losing ways um and yeah we go from there but again shout out valley tap room check that out, out on instagram at valley tap room uh shout out my man donald here you go there i want to buy a beer it's fantastic uh, max is buying beers <sighs> tough max is buying beers it's okay danielle doesn't know enough to do the jingle so that's fair uh well i'm sure she knows but she won't because we're, we're cool but uh no pipe down over there uh stat lackey stat lackey uh, sing it if i stat lackey do you want to come sing it no you may not live rendition we are not gonna A live rendition we are not going to have stat lackey the jingle we are not gonna have stat lackey with the jingle are come you, on over come on is... over stat lackey here we go let's go when you're ready to say cheers don't forget Max is buying beers. There we go. We're going to have to completely edit this part out. Live rendition uh, of the jingle. Yeah. Harry. Ah, oh, Harry, Harry, Harry. Uh, I'll be seeing you soon, Harry. We'll see how things fold out. But uh, yeah, shout out Valley Tap Room. Definitely do not shout out Reese. Um, Sly, what am I? Am I a turkey leg or a Twinkie? I'm a, I'm a both kind of guy. But if I have to choose, I'm a, I love a big turkey leg. I'll call it what it is. I I, I like going uh, Renaissance, a little medieval with a big old turkey leg. feel good about it. Fried Oreos are the only pick. Also very good. Really, anything fried is probably, probably darn good. Um, but yeah, man. Mm. Shall we? Uh, anything noteworthy in the US of L? <laughs> no, because there's not a lot going on now, right? It's that time of season whereby everyone is pretty much gearing up for the weekend. There was one game on Sunday, Birmingham Legion. Uh, they took on Monterey Bay, Birmingham Legion winning that game, uh, which means that Monterey Bay are now outside the playoff picture. They would, of course, have been in ahead of New Mexico yeah. had they uh won that game away in alabama they didn't do so which means that it is in new mexico's hands with a win against memphis next weekend they could sick clinch a playoff place okay okay by the way all you guys 
like this video do us a favor appreciate you guys thank you do it now do it now um but yeah um yeah man it's uh yeah like it for every like one like equals one max is buying beers don't do that yeah. don't do that okay it literally just it literally just shot up okay well that's that's cool well uh that's that's all we'll get okay darn uh anyway yeah um we'll see man thursday it's gonna be a good show we're gonna be doing a little bit of right of course the preview against colorado springs but also gonna be taking a deeper dive into three of rising's possible opponents for that opening matchup so playoff stay, picture playoff picture Chick, chick, it's the, it's the, was it the son, the son human? You're not a photographer, are you, Max? I mean, I, I have a cam, and I have a nice camera. I don't know how to use it. Yeah, Danielle's look, right. looking at me. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a photographer. I don't know. Good. I don't know what I'm doing. She was like, she's getting ready to say something. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but yeah, uh, not a photographer. I'm not a photographer, but Max is the kind of guy who buys an expensive camera and shoots on like auto. <laughs> I feel seen. Uh, you do, don't you? Oh uh, gosh, you that's exactly Max, what I do. Max, you don't actually shoot on auto, do you? No, of course not. We appreciate it. Thank you everyone for joining the PHNX Rising podcast. You guys can follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore underscore rising because double the underscore. Double the help in a Max understanding what ISO is. Ah, uh, someone teach me. You can follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow on Twitter, OJ Evans18. You can uh not gonna acknowledge that like it's a horrible form. It's just kidding. It's not like Reese is a uh, Reese eleven underscore. Oh yeah. Well, oh, you know, yeah. here's the thing. The guy said he had two underscores. The man is absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, I don't know where it disappeared to. You know, just trying to go into the netherverse, into the Twitterverse, whatever. Hey, go follow me. I'm Reese eleven. I'm two underscores. Doesn't matter. The man only has one underscore. But here we go. Uh, anyway, and you can follow. Kind of like what Max would when he tries shooting his camera with the lens cap hey, still hey, on. Max, it's too bad there's not like an actual photographer in the studio right now. Do you think when I said shouting out to the to the universe, someone teach me? <laughs> I was I was actually looking at you. I don't think you can see me because of. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Someone who teaches <laughs> What it. is he doing? Someone who teaches it at ASU. It's too bad we don't have anybody on there. Too bad we don't have her. I was you got to charge him I those was, ASU level record, tuition fees. For the so. record, I was fully looking at you, but I just, I couldn't, I was trying to save the embarrassment. But yes, I've, I just, you know, here we are. Uh, yeah. No, we're not no getting into this. Thing. We're not getting into this. Anyway, you can follow, you can follow. Well, you haven't had comments on Max showing feet for a while. Stop it. Shut up. No, you can follow, you can follow <laughs> producer Danielle, Africa Danielle. Uh, I really hope I'm right on that one. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, fantastic. We're ending the show before it gets worse. It's a beautiful game. What's my beautiful when I don't make a fool of myself, but it happens all the time. Cool. Goodbye. Later.